You know, there's something to be learned from this Nets Clippers game about the Nets because people do not understand what this team's philosophy is, how they play, and and this whole talk about their defense. You know, I don't know if they're in denial of how good they are or they just feel threatened and they don't want to see them win. They're going to be the most hated team in the league. Um, you know, there's going to be casuals trying to break them apart every day. I already told you this, um, you know, and I already told you that every single time they lose a game, you know, people are going to talk like it's the end of the world. Uh, again, they just feel threatened by the Nets for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, you know, here's the thing, okay? And I hate to say this, but you're going to have to have played basketball at some point in a five-on-five setting, organized basketball to understand where I'm coming from with this, okay? The Nets defense in a way is their offense. And you saw that tonight more than ever in the Clippers series. Go watch the fourth quarter in the Clippers game. Sorry. Go watch the fourth quarter. Go watch the last three minutes of that game. The Clippers were in panic mode. They weren't really running their offense and the Nets had them on their, on the ropes. They had their backs against the Clippers had their backs against the wall because they now had to match that firepower. They now had to get isolation one-on-one buckets. And if they missed, they were done. And they missed crucial shots. But more importantly, what the Nets did is they defended in those crucial moments. What the Nets do is the pace that they play with, the tempo that they play with, that high octane, you know, run you out the gym style, one-on-one isolation buckets. But they do have that ball movement. Like, you know, like I told you, Nash would implement some of the dub system. They kind of hijack the momentum of the game. So the team that's playing against them, they end up not defending either because that just becomes the new nature of the game. It's a do or die pace the Nets put you on. Sometimes it bites them in the ass. On nights, they don't take the opponent seriously. You see that against the Cavs. You see that against the Wizards. But on nights here, marquee matchups, when KD, James, and Kyrie know this is the potential finals matchup because the Clippers are coming in hot, Kawhi and PG you know, are balling out, you wake up and you, you, know, you exert yourself to the fullest on both ends and you execute your game plan to the fullest. So what you saw was, you know, they go out there and they are going to get up a lot of shots. They're going to get to the cup. They're going to get a lot of isolation buckets. They're going to hit a lot of threes. Jeff Green, Joe Harris are going to get in Shamit and those guys are going to get a lot of easy baskets as well as a result of that. DeAndre, you know, so it turns into an offensive matchup. Now you got to match them offensively because they suck you into their pace and their tempo. So if a KD is coming down, hits a three, and this is why they got James, because they wanted to put that system on steroids and maximize it. In the past for D'Antoni, this hasn't worked, but he's never had this type of firepower, not even close. He always had either one James, you know, and no other secondary weapon on that all-world level of him. So whenever D'Antoni lost, I guarantee you, it was just like, yo, they had better players than us. And our guy got gassed. Now there's no such thing as getting gassed because Kyrie Irving who's the most skilled point guard ever at this point, you just, if you're looking at this guy and AI to me is the best little guard ever, but skill for skill, I've never seen anything like Kyrie. You are going to have a situation where Kyrie can go get a bucket whenever on an Island. KD is the purest, same thing. And James Harden, same thing, which is why in emergency moments, they literally give the ball to them and get the fuck out of their way. These guys are 99 overall bucket getters, right? So you really have to match that. And it's hard to keep up with that. It's hard to, And you saw it with two superstars, two guys that get buckets in Kawhi and PG, but they ultimately run out of gas. So tonight was how the Nets are going to play in a playoff series. It was fairly low scoring for the first three quarters because they defended in crucial moments. They now, you know, they know they're not going to be a defensive team, okay? But they have to get crucial stops because they are going to be the best offensive team ever. 
And if they can get those crucial stops, it is going to be extremely tough to beat them. I don't care who you are. So they kind of screw you over because you now have to, they bait you into playing their way. The Clippers many times in this game were not running their traditional offense that Talu has put in. Although they have opened up and play a four out one in like a lot of motion, a lot of, you know, triangle for Kawhi. They were able to do those things, but they were a little rushed at times because of it. Right. So it's a tricky thing to go up against in a seven game series. If the Nets can get those crucial timely stops. And again, I always tell you defense is not some, you know, extraordinary skill. It is an effort thing. Every guy that made the league, they can defend when they need to. They can turn on that switch and defend when they need to. You saw that today. They get their rotations, you know, they move, they, they move their feet, uh, you know, and, you know, they hold their ground like you saw James. Now, if you miss shots against them down the stretch, that, that door and that window, it just, close, it just gets smaller and smaller. That gap that you have to match them, you are in a do-or-die position with these guys. And that's, that's how you maximize this type of talent. And, um, you know, again, has this won a championship? No. But have we seen this much firepower? Absolutely not. Would I run it this way? I don't know. It's kind of risky. You do leave the door open. But this is the real Nets. This is how they're going to look in the playoffs. This is how they're going to look in seven-game series. And by the way, I don't even think they've played 10 games together yet. So, you know, you got to either pick a narrative. Either let's go with the, hey, this is a super team and they're not fair anymore, like you did with the Warriors, or just, you know, say they aren't as good as you think they are and they ain't going to do it. Simple as that. I'm telling you right now, Buckets is about to win championships the way it's looking at me.